The last thing I remember was lying in my bed, listening to A Mile Away by Maverick Sabre, taking in the buzz from the glass of Johnny Walker Red Label. The woody whiskey made its way down my throat in a few gulps. My mouth took in its complex and bitter taste. My cheeks warmed and my face started to tingle. My chest burned like hellfire. I laid on my back, smiled, and took in the mixture of Maverick's voice and the ethanol. When I woke up, the fluorescent white light pierced my eyes as it flooded down from the ceiling. My mouth was dry. I took in my surroundings and tried to piece together the night that slipped through my fingers. The cubicle that I was in was made of glass and cloaked in blue drapes. Through the sliding door up ahead, I read the time on the digital clock stuck on the wall outside. 8am. There was a vital sign monitor to my right, an IV drip in my left hand, and my heart began its ascent as soon as I realized what was going on. 90 beats per minute. Then 100, 120, 150, until my nurse came rushing in. Numbing is such a strange thing. We all do it. To avoid the discomfort that comes with heavy emotions. The desire to numb strikes at any moment, without warning or decorum like an unwanted guest. There were days when I'd lust for the expansion of my lungs as they fill with smoke from burning cigarettes even though I'd never lit one a day in my life. I thought to myself, it probably feels better than the breathlessness that pins me down even though I'm sitting motionless. On other days, I'd crave the howl-born sensation of ethanol in my chest as crystal-clear vodka makes its sultry and seductive dance down my throat. The burning warmth has a strange comfort to it. Many times, I'd long for the convulsions in my abdomen as the contents of my stomach play high jump into the toilet bowl. It probably feels better than the sickening feeling that whirlwinds in my stomach as my anxiety consumes me like bread broken at the Last Supper. I'd never smoked cigarettes. At one time, I thought of buying a packet and keeping them in my bag to numb this sensation. The irony of it all. Not for the sake of smoking them, but maybe as a reminder not to. I only actively started drinking in the past year, out of escapism. I'd never really been a nauseous person until about two years ago. Why then do these desires feel so at home in my body, as though they have a lease on this arrangement of muscle and bones? All these things are laced with elements of pain. The burn of alcohol, the harshness of smoke, and the discomfort of purging. But sometimes I perceive them as pleasure. Comfort. Maybe even calm. There's a thin line between pleasure and pain. Who can know the difference? Good things can be addictive too. Religion, eating, sleeping. And as the saying goes, too much of a good thing isn't good anymore. Our minds and all their dysfunction tend to pervert the harmless and lean against them as a crutch. 
and I don't know what I'm trying to fix. Everything and nothing is normal. But just as I learned in the ICU on those two cold days in March, the key to love is understanding. Our ultimate desire is to be seen, heard, and understood in all of our complexities. All these things come together to make a life. The good and the bad. Our virtues and our vices. The love. The mountains and hills of love. The anger and the hatred. The laughter and the tears. Stitched together, they all culminate into a life. Stay